Howdy ho. Hello. Hello. Hello, Magic. Oh, come here. Lift her up. Oh, you want to come in here? You Join the party, Magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a girl. Oh. Why don't you sit down and show your face to the camera because you're such a pretty girl. Oh. You have a very special relationship with Magic. You never <laughs> thought. <laughs> don't let her jump off. No, though. she's not going to. She'll come back over to she'll come over to me. Okay, baby girl. Did you ever think that you would be such good friends with a little pug? Um, no, I didn't. Cuz you cuz when I oh. when I met you, you had two pugs, Gypsy and Magic, and they were Gypsy and Phoebe. Oh yeah, Gypsy and Phoebe, sorry. They were ancient, you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. And they didn't have much that they wanted or to give. They were just kind of like blind and Old out. pugs, Old. man. They, they really don't have much to offer, you know. And they don't know where I am, so it just we never bonded. They don't know where they are. They don't know what the hell's going on. They're struggling to just take the next breath. And meanwhile, this one's struggling to take the next breath, but she's a young little puppy. I run with her. You do? I like sprint. And she tries to do it. She like pulls me. She runs faster than I do, and you wouldn't think it. Yeah, but she's the type of pug that doesn't know. Like she doesn't have the lung capacity or or breathing mechanisms. To regulate that. All right, let her down. Okay. Oh, bye, baby. Get oh, out of here. Oh, there you go. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. The other day I was out with her. So I, you were in the city, mm. and I take Magic for a walk in the afternoon. I don't I don't wake up an early enough to do the morning walk, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but I was taking her for the afternoon walk, and, um, man, I was I ended up being out of the house for, like, two hours and your parents started to get worried and they were texting me but well yeah normally you would go on a walk for fucking 15, 15 minutes because yeah. these pugs can't breathe they literally they don't know they'll go out there and they'll run around and then they'll need to lay in the middle of the road or she'll come back and puke or something yeah we sprint sometimes i don't yeah. i don't try to get her to the place where she pukes but yeah. i'm a responsible dog walker yeah so anyway you were out there yeah, we're in the suburbs, and, you know, you run into the casual group of kids who want to put it the pug, you know, oh, ladies hi. doing their power Can walking. Can little pug? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then I'd see this lady. She's got bags and a blanket and all this stuff, and just, like, wandering the streets. And she's like, can I um, do a picture of you and the pug or the dog or whatever? And I was like, yeah, thinking she's going to, like, take her camera out and take a picture. She, like, starts taking out art supplies. Like, in the middle of the suburbs, and I'm like, wow. all right, I, you weren't around, so I was, like, surrendering. I was like, I guess this is my day, my life, whatever. I'll just, you don't resist these moments, mm. since, since they're so rare here. Especially, in the, yeah, in the suburbs, like, I do feel like the culture up here is, is more about, like, isolation, keeping to yourself, like, you know, minding your own business. I mean, that seems to be everywhere. Yeah. Especially in New York City, you mind your own business. You definitely mind your own business, but you're going to interact with somebody every time you go out. No, like, in the suburbs, it's like, oh, hey. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, hey. It's like cordial, but not deep. Yeah. You know? I mean, your dad gets deep because he gets deep with everybody. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just started <laughs> sitting on someone's lawn. It wasn't her lawn. She like, There's a bus that goes by in the main road, and she yeah. just took, off the, took the bus and was like walking around the neighborhood and like drawing pictures of the houses and stuff. And Wow. And so I sat with her, and she drew the most beautiful, artistic, but very abstract portrait of me and Magic for like an hour with like a ballpoint pen. Damn. Yeah. An hour? 
Yeah. That's a long time. And were you like making chit chat with her? Did she? Yeah, the whole time. W- was she making sense or was she kind of off or what was the deal? Um, yeah, a little paranoid. She was a little paranoid. But, um, you know, she's doesn't have a cell phone, doesn't have an email, you know, kind of like very much just like she's in life. Yeah. You know, the way like when you don't really have family or support around you you're just like in life in the moment in the like all right i'm gonna sit with you and for an hour and Mm. that's life it was great um i wish i could have taken a picture but she's like i don't want to be exploited so i don't even want to exploit her talking about her right now but i did feel like oh if you surrender into this moment you're gonna hear exactly what you need to hear you know you kind of pay attention on a deeper level Mm because like when you're when you're doing the dance with you or with your parents, like we're reflecting in a different way and you're getting different information. But when you're reflecting with like a stranger, you're like the, where their mind goes and her wanting to talk to me about like, I had literally been looking up at LASIK eye surgery earlier that day. Mm. And she was like, Oh, my eyes all fucked up. You got to be really careful with your eyes. You know, things can get really messed up. And then once it's messed up, there's no going back. And I was like, all right, I guess I needed to hear that. Wow. Me personally, like I just take yeah. it as a message. Anyway, yeah. she was super cool. We had a good time. Every car, she was like, do you know that person? What are they doing? I'm like, you're on someone else's lawn in someone's neighborhood, and you're worried about <laughs> everyone else here. They're worried about you. It's almost like this interesting- It's true, because you don't really see that a lot in the suburbs, like somebody, like a homeless-looking motherfucker walking around. Like, like with a blanket and lots of bags. Yeah, you don't see it that often. So she, it's so funny, though, because like every person who probably would be like, what's she doing? She was like that about them. What are they yeah. doing? I'm like, they're going home. Yeah. <laughs> they're just living their life. They're an NPC out here in this world. Don't worry about them. What's an NPC again? <laughs> I think it's called like a non-playable character or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. You know, like extras of a video game. Oh, okay. You know? Um, I yeah. thought you were talking like in um, Succession, which we just watched, like a few, whatever, a little bit ago. They had, um, when they had that big scandal, it was... Um, NDA. NR... NRP, like not real person. And that oh. was pretty much anyone who didn't work on the boat or was a customer on the boat or whatever on mm. a on a cruise ship, they referred to as not real people. So it's like if, if someone got raped who was like, you know, just someone on this island, it was like, oh, it didn't involve a real person. Oh, wow. It was like really dark, but it felt yeah. really reflective of probably how companies do operate when they go to foreign countries and just yeah. exploit, take yeah. what they can. I, th- I thought that was an interesting moment because um, I was proud of you because I think you slowed down in a moment that most people are wouldn't and are trained not to and you know. Well, I'm trained too. Yeah. Like just the line of work that we do, but it was funny because yeah. I was like talking to her and telling her that we make movies and documentaries and that I do it with you, and she's like, "Is he filming us right now?" And I'm like, "No." It's but actually a good question. But it's a good question. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I think like w- the, when I, I came home and you were telling me the story, you were like, you know, I just remembered Ramda saying everyone is dra- God in drag. And I just, you know, like you basically just were like, I'll take my medicine right now. Like, and, and it's a beautiful thing to be able to say like, whoa, I was in a certain gear and I never even thought about putting it in another gear where I could slow down for a second and take in someone's essence and, you know, I think it's de-otherize another being here i mean for more than anything not that like i did something really great or anything but 
I had the opportunity. It's like I could be generous with my time and attention right now. That's what I'm saying. I think that is uh, like... And make her feel safe in this neighborhood that she's obviously suspicious of every person. Well, it's one thing to be like, hey, can I give you money? Can I give you a ride? Can I give you this? Can I give you that? You gave her instead the feeling of feeling connected to humanity again, which um, allows for some trust, which might allow for her to improve her situation a little bit. You know That's what I mean? That's a pretty grand statement, but... Well, I mean, you broke through... The, she was clearly very paranoid. And you broke you broke through that for some reason. She wasn't paranoid about you. Yeah, she was. Oh, she was? Yeah, a little bit. Because <laughs> I was like, can I take a picture of it? Like, I wanted to show you, like, this, this yeah, thing. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, no. She wouldn't let you take a picture of the art she made, even. No, no. Wow, damn. Fucking but I kind of respected it. I'm like, yeah. You, you fucking... You gotta respect it. I respect the player. I respect the game. Yeah. You know, I respect the NPCs out there. Honestly, it's like kind of who I am, though. I like I like to wander around places and like look at like uh, my dream is to. I love houses. I just want to paint houses, and I love the way they look at night or like at dusk. You know, they just like even the cutest houses. Just they, they oh, look so yeah. like magical. Yeah. They have so much personality. Yeah, totally. You know. Yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about? Anyway. Uh, we're doing a podcast. We we took a week off. Um, I put up a boys club on the Patreon during that. We never take a week off. There's always stuff coming out. But sometimes the free episode just gets lost in the wind. You know, so here we are. But we did a boys club, patreon.com slash church of chill. And there's lots of new church of chill episodes. People are appreciating those. So join us. Join our community. You can join our Discord if you go to our Patreon. And... Uh, deeply appreciate that the people that that those are the real homies yeah you have a lot of good church of chills coming up but your last one was one of my favorites yeah. and uh we're coming up on 150 episodes of this music discovery show that four you're doing. years crazy a four-year hero's journey into music uh, have you ever repeated a song no well a couple times here and there because it's uh, i mean it has to be it really has to strike me as completely necessary you know like maybe a song got played three years ago in an episode, but now I'm doing one that's more of a themed episode, and this would really just be the puzzle piece that connected everything. So every now and then I'll do that, but for the most part, no. And what, what is it, like 19 days of music or 19 hours Probably or something? Probably 19 <laughs> hours. That ain't shit. It's a lot more than that. It's fucking 3,000 songs so far. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And, uh, pre-approved. Yeah. A pre-approved yeah, totally. playlist. <laughs> totally. I mean, and to me, it's like... Uh, it's it's music to trip to or to get high to or make art too. to or yeah basically you know trip get high and make art too. those are three really good things to yeah, do yeah it's a, it's a container for your chill you know and chill comes in different shapes and sizes and and musical sounds so there's punk on there there's country there's there's babes singing there's guys there's girls i'm pretty excited about this episode that we're, we might hold back for a while Oh yeah, we, we yeah. Cass suggested I do a tear jerking heartbreakers episode. <laughs> well, because I just love the songs that like you don't even have to be sad and you hear it and it just like makes you cry. Like not like necessarily tears of like the be- how beautiful the human experience is, or yeah. you know tears that remind you of heartbreak or tears that remind you of loss. Like kind of going in and through those emotions is valuable, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tuesday's gone, Leonard Skinner. Oh yeah. Isn't that a great one? Yeah, dude, was that on your list already? I, I put it on the list. It's not necessarily, like, it, that, that's what's fun about putting this one together is, like, you know, what are what are the songs that evoke that emotion but aren't necessarily, like, the most obvious ones that do. So, I don't know. Tuesday's Gone always makes me well up a little bit. 
Yeah, mine was uh, Willie Nelson's cover of uh, Leon Russell. A song for you. Oh, yeah. Anytime someone sings a song for you, I'm I'm done. I know. I'm like, can you learn that and sing it? I'm twisted and toasted when somebody <laughs> fucking sings that one. Because <laughs> we're alone now and I'm singing this song for you. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't even have to listen to music so literally. Like... No. It's like... They didn't make it so literally most of the time, you know? No. It's like talking about the human experience, love, God, life, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, we had another... The the day after you had this interaction with the lady out in our neighborhood, which I hope we get to see her again. I hope, hope, like, she pops up again. I'll keep an eye out. She gave me her mail in her P.O. box, so I might send her, like, a something. That's a badass. Just fucking slip someone in your P.O. box. Yeah. Wow. But the next day, you and I uh, went out for a fucking nice long hike. You know, we wanted to go conquer oh, this yeah. mountain. And uh, we were like, how do we make this fun? And classic Sean and Cass style, we're like, let's time ourselves. This trail says it's going to take two to three hours. Let's see how long it takes us. And then, of course, we're like hustling, sk- skedaddling. We're like, oh, there's like this epic view of the Hudson River. And we're, we're like, like cool. all right, keep cool. Going, keep, <laughs> going, keep going, keep going. We're, we're blowing past everyone. There's like people that started hours before us. We're like, boom, 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 boom. And we both have the body type for like scurrying up rocks and like doing it quick. And, and we also can kind of get in the competitive spirit. Totally, totally. And it's great because like, I don't know, like we're just out there in nature, not saying a word to each other. No. Just going. I, well, I kind of thought we did it on like a Friday because it was supposed to rain on the weekend. I was like, this is good. This is like us having a business meeting. Yeah. And then we didn't talk at all. But Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to be because um, we have a bunch of cool stuff coming up and we need to be creative right now. So it was supposed to be like a creative brainstorm session, but we ended up not saying anything, but it did. It was like the creative incubator and then ended up being very revealing because it's a pretty gnarly hike. I would say, what, four or five miles. And oh, you're sweating from the first 10 f- Oh, my God. It's fucking straight uphill right away. <laughs> We get halfway up, so we're at the we're at the top, and I was like, "Well, that's gnarly." Okay, it's all downhill from here, but the downhill is like. I was like, "This is where you need to be extra careful." Yeah, these are fucking ankle bucklers. These rocks, like this, oh, is yeah. fucking crazy. So we start going down, and like pretty much right away, we come across like these two Latina sisters from Brooklyn, and they're taking it real slow. And like at first, we just like kind of scurry around them and keep on our way, and we're like, "Hey, you guys okay?" And they're like, uh, no, she broke her ankle or she, she sprained her ankle. And I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like we stop. It's really rough one. You're halfway up this fucking thing. It's two more miles of pretty treacherous downhill, which is like, I don't even know what's worse for a sprained ankle going uphill or downhill. Cause I know the downhill wasn't going to be fucking fun. So, um, we stopped for a second and we're like, do you guys need help? Like what, like we were brainstorming, like it was hard to say what to even do in this situation. I was like, you don't want to call 911 for a sprained ankle because they will evacuate you off a mountain and who knows in America what bill that is. Oh, can you imagine? You'd be paying off that fucking helicopter ride the rest of your fucking life. So we, we stopped and while, while probably, wouldn't you say 20 people just keep blowing by without even saying a word? Well, they're like, you got this. Well, people were blowing by them before they even asked if they were okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, stay stay near me. Yeah, I'll, I'll reframe it. Reframe it. And we'll... Uh, we'll we're going to be joined by Daddy-O here. Yeah, we'll tell you the rest of our story and then... 
Let me do this, yeah. Let's get this right. It's okay. Little Marlboro Reds. <laughs> little cowboy killer. I need a little. Marlboro Red Jack. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so, so we're coming down this mountain. So and, uh, we would, yeah, we help. We, we, help. we stopped to help them. We yeah. stopped to help them. And, and we couldn't figure out the best way to help them because where they were was the fucking worst, most precarious place on this goddamn mountain. So. Were there any, like, long sticks or trees? I found a stick like that. It was like. Something you it, could make. I'm not even kidding you. It was like God put a stick there. Like, I was like, oh, you know what she needs? Like a walking stick. And there was yeah. a perfect one right there. Just like perfect height, perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. we ran pa we were like, we'll run down the mountain and get help. Yeah, we're like, okay, and we're going to we go get, get help and we're going to send somebody we up. We got there. like 50 feet and we're like, it actually smooths out really well 50 feet. So we're yeah. like, let's go back. We went back and grabbed them. And so we, we were there, her crutches, yeah, for like the next 50 feet. I, I go, I'm like, hey, uh, do you mind if I just like manhandle you a little bit and <laughs> try to help not you? I'm not trying out? to touch your breasts. No, I'm not trying to do anything. Yeah, that's I'm what he said. He said, I'm not trying to touch your breasts. <laughs> yeah. Said, I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying I to am do a tip man. <laughs> yeah no she she was like uh i was like can i just carry you and she was like i'm a little overweight and i'm like what she was like i i went to try to carry her and i was like oh shit. Shit. I, like like i was like what the fuck is our day about to be right now i was like i'm about to be carrying someone off a mountain for fucking three or four hours at least and i would have uh, i would have to 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 project that that it was going to take you that long i would have called their rescue I would have called 911. Well, that's what we're saying. We didn't want in America. You can't just call air rescue. Here in America. Here in America. Shit. No, we don't. We don't have the health insurance you do, Jack. Yeah, most come people on. don't. You can't. You can't do that. I couldn't do that to them. I feel you like you can I, call 911. You can call the Coast Guard. They're not gonna get. They're not gonna, they're not gonna send get a bill for a bill. that. But for that, there would be a, some hospital sending it. You know. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Anyway, we were just like. It's a big she, Did she even have to go to the hospital? You think? She Probably. had a sprained ankle. She, she had a sprained ankle. She was fine. She just get wrapped she up. She just couldn't put. She just couldn't put any weight on it, it and uh, you know. So we ended up carrying her and putting her in like a flat area, and then, and setting oh. her up with some sticks and saying, oh. like, slowly but surely, start making your way down. We're gonna run down to the bottom <coughs> to get help and get, get help. help. And we ran down to the bottom and called for help, and uh, they met her and they and saved meanwhile, her. And meanwhile, people were coming behind you. Yeah. Not even stopping to ask what's wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's look, sad. you you can't blame so them. Sad. You can't blame them. They're not in the no. same frame of mind that we are, and, and and all it is is just like a level of awareness. And literally, it was me. Like I don't know what thought process cast goes through, but I'm like, I'm gonna be them one day. Like we're all reincarnating and getting spit back into this thing, and I'm yeah. gonna be, fa it, it, you know, I'm gonna be facing that moment. Yeah, you know, of needing help. Of needing help. And like, please, God, I hope a stranger helps me right now. Why not be that stranger? Why not be the man? Absolutely. You, look, and I learned this from you. I was yes. about to say everything rubs off from Jack because that's how I felt. I was like this when I was hanging out with that woman the other day. I was yeah, like, well, this that's is. That's where I my head just went to that woman. Yeah, I was like, this it's is. Like I mean, I'm staying here, Jack. All right, guys. 
But that's what you do. I can't even, we can't even take you out of the house without losing you because you'll start like having like the <laughs> deepest conversation with whoever it is. You know what I mean? And then, then he winds up in the car with us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it drives it like. No, I've never done that. I think sometimes it drives Sean a little crazy or Kathy because, you know, they're out to dinner with you and then you start talking to someone else. But I try to say, because I'm more of an outside perspective, like you might think that you're a little intense if you're close to you but when someone does, is feeling your that level of love and attention that they don't probably get in the day-to-day you know what i mean like yeah, you that's sh- very kind no that's why i don't I, like i've really learned not to govern his behaviors when we're out because i think with me and my mom we're a little bit more on the introverted, introverted. side yeah you're an extroverted just it's as simple as other people give you energy other people kind of take our energy a little bit. That's I wind the up walking past people sometimes saying hello, Jesus. and all of a sudden I'm in the conversation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. <coughs> Cast, are you looking what you're doing right now? No. You crushed that bottle, and now you crushed your hat. Whoops. Cool. I'm just moving. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I mean, this is a rare. Yeah. It's, it's a always r- a treat <laughs> when you hang out with us. Beautiful experience, and you guys, oh, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, isn't this nice? We like to... Took the umbrella out? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Level it up. Level it up. We're having a nice fall day here. Yeah, this is a nice fall day. It's like after it rains for a few days, it like becomes HD. Like everything's so crisp because all the... 4K. I'm deaf. All the like particulate matter like has settled to the ground and look at this. Beautiful. I know. Yep. Makes me want to mow the lawn. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it does yeah it is uh, uh yeah whatever you gotta let this grass grow you gotta let it just do its thing i gotta what i gotta do is seed in here sean yeah yeah seed in here i'll help you with because that. the rest is uh has gone, gone green yeah it was you a know. dry summer dry as a bone dry as a, bone. a hot very dry summer very hot very dry yeah yeah but we made it through. I wonder how we're gonna. Wonder what kind of winter we're gonna get. It's uh, oh, past few days has been to me cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kathy, can we turn the heat on? No. She's saying not yet. Usually it's the opposite. Usually yeah. it's the it's mom the who's like, I yeah. want to turn on the heat, and the husband's like, No, we keep it at a sixty-two all year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be a killer. <laughs> that's, that's, that's reason for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wear a winter vest all year. Just yeah. Throw it on. Well, we're down yeah. in the basement. It's like 15 degrees cooler down there. So, but yeah, we can warm that up. That's all good. We're loving when we it. Get, when we get the stove, it's going to happen. This guy, Fast Freddy, going to get a stove. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> some cabinets. Yeah. You know, and we, there might have to be some reconstruction. So it's going to be the refrigerator, sink, which pumps up into the. Because it's below ground. Yeah. It'll pump up into the the washing machine pump. Yeah. And then all the water gets pumped through the side here and up all the way to the top and then comes down. You know, I used to think that I really wanted a home. I'm not oh. saying I don't, but oh, home ownership is a chore. Yeah, it is. It's uh, a bitch. I, I don't even <laughs> want to get my leg out of the bed sometimes. Oh, I got to go do that first. Yeah. <laughs> We're so used to just calling somebody. Something's wrong. It's just like, hey, your yeah. apartment's fucked up. And we up. have like what? We yeah. had 850 square feet of fucked up. Yeah, you know, It's yeah, not like exactly. a yeah. septic and sewage. Yeah. And oh, whatever. yeah. Which, which reminds me, I have to have that septic done. You were so funny yesterday. You're like, yeah, well, I think we know a guy. Fast Freddy's going to come over. I said, fast? You know said. fast? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, because mommy kept saying Fast Freddy's coming. I'm like, stop. (laughs) Fast Freddy. Yeah. Fast Freddy's the I'm man. I'm going to trust Fast Freddy. And Fast Freddy, it's been pretty slow if he's coming. Where is he? No, he takes Fast time. Freddy yeah. is coming. Once yeah, he I gets think there. that's how he got that nickname. It's kind of more of an ironic thing. Oh, okay. Oh, like he does. He's quick. No, mm. ironic, so it's no. like he's not quick. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I know Fast Freddy from my dart playing oh, days. Oh, when he sees he knows you. Yeah. Most Cass, Cass, you know what he looks like, Cass. No, I have Cass, not Cass had know. the pleasure of meeting Fast Freddy. You, you have, but you don't. You'll remember when you see him. He's got a like a, a helmet of. He's never lost a hair in his life. Like he's he's probably sixty years old, and his hairline starts about an inch above his eye. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like Crow Magnon. Unibrow. <laughs> yeah, it's like this right. dude. Oh, he's great. He's I great. wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we were talking on our last episode. Our friend Noah was like, "I'm getting hair plugs," and I was like, "Stop oh, it! Stop!" That's I said. Be a fucking man. Let it go, man. Let it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let it go. Man. Yeah, let it go. Literally, just let it go, man. Let, let it go. go. Let it go. Just clean your brush out in the morning. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because the mean, hair's going with it. It is what it is. It is what it is. So yeah, I went through that brief. You know, mine went gradually. You know? Very gradually. Yeah. You know, over yeah. the course of my life. You know. Yeah. But yeah, me too. Yeah. Slowly but surely. I don't even really know when. It just slowly yeah, but surely started going. <laughs> And then it starts going, and once you hit that moment of acceptance, kind of like with anything, it's like you're in God mode. You're like in control of your life. Like it feels like a million bucks when you're when you're not accepting things. And a lot of times we can't even pinpoint the things we're holding at bay and we're tight about and we're not accepting. Or like I would be happy if I wasn't losing my hair. Or yeah, yeah, fuck that. No <laughs> way. Why put off? Wh- but why then p- you know, uh, well, in 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 terms of a couple, in in terms of Jack. Yeah, me, you know, I get like, psh, your mother's going out with a bald, married to a bald guy. <laughs> You're 70 <laughs> years and, old. And she's got these trollers, you know. Yeah. Some guy trolled her at the Grand Union, at the um, 50th reunion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone and with he, her. And he went with another woman. That's mm. what I'm saying. You should have gone with her. Defend your territory. Yeah, fuck that. You are a jealous man, though, a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, I was. I could get jealous. I was surprised that I can get. Yeah. Well, he still sees my mom as uh, how he met her, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, like a a beauty who she was. She was like she still is. Oh yeah. She was like model beautiful. Yeah, and you just you, you see and I was surprised that she even took a liking to me. Yeah, you know, and that thought has crossed my mind over the years. I think uh, that's a one thing Alex and Allison Gray. I heard them say is that like the best way to have a relationship with someone is to think of them as your better half. You know, like always kind of. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely feel like that. And I'm in the <coughs> mode of uh, changing. Not yeah. responding because your mother can go off. Well, yeah, yeah, like off yeah, over no, nothing. Yeah, and and I finally found out why argue with this woman. Just let it go and just shut up. Well, it. I mean, that's you spiritually evolving because yeah. you're you're kind of basically what you're saying is uh, what territory do I have to defend here? 
Like, yeah. what, what, you know right. what I mean? And against who? The person I'm, who I chose I'm to wrong. go through this I life. Put the fucking sink, the the spoon in the sink. I'm sorry, I didn't wash. You know, it doesn't get like that, but I mean, it does. It does. You, you leave the does. sink, and it even with you leave the sink running because you can't hear it running. So yeah, you're just like, that's what happens. We're just like Jack. The sink's running. Thank you. Yeah. 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 You had to just turn it off. (coughs) Well, mom's mom is so, uh, she's still working. She's still so sharp. You know what I mean? And like, you're just getting old. You're just, you can't hear as well. (laughs) You can't move around as fast. And like, she's yelling at you. She's yelling at you like you're my age. I I know. And and should be that sharp and with it and, you know, pinpoint everything. I, I'm blown away by the amount of stuff you're able to accomplish in a day and the amount of people you're able to talk to and connect with and yeah. go into the store and then return the thing that she wasn't. Uh, like Asking I'm, people yeah. if they like to get wet. Yeah. Oh, my. Yo, dad. <laughs> dad. That's, I mean, I yeah. last night, yo. Yeah. So, uh, so let me set this up. We're hanging out and uh, I'm getting a little high a few nights ago. And I, for some reason, I, I was like, somebody said something, and I said, uh, "Hey, you you know that street slang for for PCP is called getting wet. You know what I mean? If you ask someone if they get wet, you're basically saying you want to go smoke angel dust with me. Yeah. And I don't know what about that you didn't hear, but so you go to the grocery store the next day, and you go up to the baker." Who was a, a beautiful young boy, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, was. With, without without any context, just says to him, "Do you get wet?" <laughs> to a to a young baker boy, <laughs> and and we had already decided. Uh, I had already passed him off like some uh, weed, a couple of butts, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Enjoy." I said, "But uh, you know, the new expression I said I've just heard is." Do you get wet? And he said, well, wet? <laughs> I said, yeah, I think that's the new expression for getting hot. You know, getting wet. I'm like, Imagine he goes he around asking He said, that. I thought you were talking about something sexual. It's, it sounds it like sounds it. Yeah, sexual. it does. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Was she wet enough or, <laughs> you know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, man, I that is... Uh, I cannot imagine... You, I could, I wish we could have filmed that scene. These two just looking at each other across the little fucking countertop thing. And he loves me, man. Oh yeah, yeah. But what he, a strange question to hit somebody yeah. with. Do you get wet? Yeah. Because if he, because what's even worse is if he knew the lingo. Whoa. And yeah. was like looking at you like, you get wet? Oh, uh-huh. you get wet? <laughs> All right. You don't cool. look it. Meet me out back. <laughs> and then you get offered a pipe. Either of that or go back in the parking lot and wait. I, oh my god. I mean, but you have gotten wet before, right? Oh yeah, you've tried angel dust. Fuck, Sean. What really? hasn't your dad tried? Angel I, dust I just is been around for a long. Time. See, I, I didn't know. I, I don't really know the history long of it. Time. I don't either. Yeah, but it's. Oh, funny. I know I was fucked up. That'll do it. Do you know what it felt like? Do you remember? Uh, where was it? Yeah, like a little bit out of control. It was in uh, Yorktown. I was young. Was before I even went away. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. The boot camp. So you're talking 17 years old. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was at Popeyes and someone started to pass me something. Popeyes still the bar. exists. No, this and that was, was like 10 years 10 ago. 10 years or ago. Oh. And I'm thinking it was a joint, and I was like, actually, I'm cool. And then I realized I almost smoked PCP. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, there was a guy in Popeyes that was rolling a blunt and just dipped it in PCP. You don't want to do that. No, of course. That it's not even a question. It's not like we're not. Yeah, I know. We're not going to take random drugs. You're not out there experimenting. Oh, no. We're not going to take random drugs. And I definitely don't like drugs. You can't. You can't. I I mean, you can. You can, yeah, but I don't. I am past then, that point. Then yeah, you're all fucked up in the head, man, and you're trying to stay focused and spiritual and yeah, and limited. Yeah, exactly. Yet expanding. Well, I mean, all these drugs just doesn't do. have a good look. No, it definitely doesn't. I remember doesn't. when we learned what even getting wet is. Is we were in a Uber and seeing a bunch of people like all fucked up on the street, and is like, and the driver was like, "Oh, everyone's out there getting wet." Yeah, yeah. I was like, I it mean, does you not see look people. Good twisted and it's exactly what you said they're out of control i've never yeah. taken a drug that's made me out of control <clears throat> that seems so scary and i don't understand what people are trying to do when they habitually take something that makes them out of control it seems like meth makes people go out of control meth is an instant addiction have you tried that one crack never oh really oh, meth amphetamine yeah yeah. In more of a pure pharmaceutical form, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew doctors and have a doctor in Havistro who used to prescribe anybody black beauties, mm. the real ones. So what are black beauties? Black beauty is speed. <sighs> so you go to your doctor and get speed. Yeah. <sighs> yep. I used to bring, I used to have the boat. Yeah. You had a boat I, down in the Hudson yeah, River. Yeah, so I'd take two or three overweight girls <laughs> across the river to Havistro. No way. You took them in the boat? Yeah. You, you probably used a whole tank of gas. No, just across the river. Yeah, with those heavy oh, girls. Those, yeah, with the weight with the bow up in the water. Oh, my God. And I said, and I had a cab there. Yeah. They went up. Boom, boom, boom. And they would go and, in I and say, cab. I want to lose weight. Yeah. I don't think you could do that. I don't think that no. that's not a thing your doctor... Uh, Prescribes. prescribes anything no. they won't they don't prescribe stuff but, for weight loss anymore. but i will i will pre- preset this by saying that kathy obviously wasn't no she did or anything but you also got your new girlfriend to go get black beauties for the you. future mother of your children got yeah. black beauties for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a real addict she liked them she yeah yeah oh my god because that just fit her personality yeah no no that's what it is it's then there was another doctor on um, 84th Street, I believe it was, and he prescribed peaches. They were just yellow peach pills, mm. <coughs> and uh, they were nice. He'd give you 84 a prescription, so all the fat girls went there, too. Yeah. And Jack got half every script. That's pretty nice. Yeah. For personal use, or were you trying to sell them? Oh, personal. Damn, Sean. I so was you were living your life on speed. Speed freak. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I uh, I met mommy. I was awake thirteen days. That is hadn't slept a wink <laughs> on the and on the thirteenth night and on the thirteenth <laughs> night <laughs> she was standing alone at the bar and I don't know why she wasn't surrounded by men. Because she was just standing alone at the bar, and she looked over at me, and she looked me up and down, and I had enough courage because of the speed <laughs> <laughs> to walk right over to her wow. and say, "Hey, you doing? My name is Jack. Um, would you like to go out on a boat?" Nice. That's you good. don't have a boat. I got a boat. Yes. That's yeah. good. That's suave. Yeah. 
You had that going for you. When I met you, you had a boat. I had a boat, too. Yeah. It helps. It helps, yeah. That was the boat. Yeah. That was the boat. Yeah. So she took you up on it. Yeah. And you've been together ever since. Yeah. And that was 42 years ago? 45. 45 years ago? Uh, Oh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, you had me a few years ago. Well, we lived together for a year, year and a half. Yeah. You know. Mm. And, uh... You know, I would take speed, and your mother would be tired from working, and next thing you know, I'm out at 2 in the morning. Yeah. You know, riding around with some other fucking lunatic. Excuse my French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. She really hitched her wagon to a wild. Yeah, she hitched her wagon to a, a wild stallion. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> family didn't like me. I, you know, I could tell. Yeah, you know, yeah. Was, oh, Jesus. Well, you probably were inhabiting a very wild energy if you were on speed all the time. I mean, a lot of people are on speed these days. They just call it Sean, Adderall. Sean, yeah. I could eat. Now, speed, when you take it, takes away some of your abilities, such as hunger. Yeah. You don't eat. It's a superpower. You I could eat. eat. I could have sex, which speed does. It just. Yeah, it makes you into an animal. <laughs> you know, you just like. I wasn't crawling around growling or anything, but <laughs> but you know, I was able to eat and like live normally. Mm. Not normally though, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, with it's that, just like a fast pace. You know, I let's think, do this, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think you're a bit of a Keith Richards of. Uh, Cortland Manor because uh you know it's <laughs> like I think of the whole town yeah <laughs> I think a lot of people who maybe knew you at your worst would be surprised that you're still kicking oh yeah I'm, there me. was there was <laughs> she's had to be 10 years ago maybe um people were coming up to me and saying I thought you were dead <sighs> Well, because they see you at, at a stumbling around Peekskill, 140 pounds, you know, gone, yeah. you know, your teeth are missing, like, you know, it was when it when when it was its worst, it it couldn't get worse. <laughs> it got worse with crack. No, what what what, what I'm saying. Well, I let speed go. Yeah. Married your mother, stopped, got a job, and she she was obviously you know cleaned up her act. Oh, she was you know? fine. Yeah. yeah. She was fine. She liked peaches. Yeah. She yeah. liked them because it gives you a little boost. Oh, who who wouldn't? It sounds like good it? to me. I want some peaches. I don't even know what that is. I mean, the, I mean, the, the thing is, like, we we put so much into these drugs, but really, all they're doing is they're just cutting off access to yeah. a layer of emotions that you do not want to deal with, and it's yeah. that's that's what's addictive is yeah. you have an escape hatch. Yeah, you know, this thing makes you feel the way you want to feel. And it's it's instant, and you don't then have access to all the stuff that's haunting you. And uh, yeah, that's that's why that's why drugs are bigger than ever. You know, <laughs> yeah. Out of frame. Come closer to me. I don't yeah, mind I'll if you smoke. Slide, oh. slide over a little bit. But um, you know, uh, was a great story that we that you didn't tell on here, but I wanted to. We uh, when we did a podcast with you, episode two hundred one. Check that one out. <laughs> Very good. That but, was but good. We just talked about your wild days. A movie. If you're a if you're a, scr- a screenwriter, a sc- any screenwriter, contact us. There's a movie in that podcast. Definitely. Um, and I have <laughs> it in my head. I just need a screenwriter. But you. So you, we we left off basically 
where you met mom and we were talking about your wild days before you met mom but things got actually wilder after you had kids because I mean obviously you know you have kids you know you're supposed to behave a certain way all of a sudden <laughs> doing drugs isn't that conducive with a, a day-to-day thing had so to, had to stop yeah but didn't you tell me a story about getting caught twice in one day yeah can you tell that story what happened uh so this had to be the late 80s maybe mid 80s yeah. this is um <coughs> i believe coming home from long island having a uh <coughs> few too many pops for the customer a good customer what's a pop yeah drinks no oh, drink. drinkies okay. drinking <coughs> and um I got stopped somewhere in Long Island. Somehow got out of it. <laughs> that's when you could do that, <coughs> right? I don't even know if that's possible anymore. Yeah. The like, oh, I, yeah. I know I'm a little toasted, but can you just? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I mean, it was what the '80s. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try one of these black beauties. Yeah, <laughs> you work three shifts. See in if a row. anyone would try to borrow a cop. It's your dad. Oh my God, he has it, it, multiple times. That that's a that's a different story, but. <laughs> So you're yeah. coming home, you 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 know, and then um, <coughs> I got stopped again in Croton. I I I, didn't, I just got stopped, and there was they they took a piss test, handcuffed me to the wall. Damn right, gave me a release my own recognizance right. I hired a lawyer, <coughs> got a lawyer, and uh, you're, you're not going to believe this. So we get to court, the whole thing, and the uh, judge says, you know, it's, it's, it's really, oh, oh, when they let me go my, on my RRR, speed was still there. Ooh. What's RRR? On recognition. It was a film, oh, yeah. car- film canister, black film canister. Mm-hmm. What? They just left it. Yeah. It's Lucky good, day. It's good police work right there. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen like that anymore. They know no. all the hiding spots. No. Yeah. So, um, the, oh, come court date, the whole thing. You know what my sentence was? What? What? Write three pages on the dangers of driving and using drugs. Damn. Write. Three pages? That's nothing for you. Could have wrote in a book. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit down and script. Yeah. yeah, right, and script. Like, who's going to read this? Like, who's yeah. this even for? It's just, talk about a slap on the wrist. I was just like, oh, my God. DUIs can really fuck up your life, too. They definitely. Now they do more. Uh, back in the day, people used to get three, four, or five DUIs and still have like, their license. Now like, it costs like 10 grand. Now you're doing jail, jail time. I yeah. got four DWIs. Damn. And a letter coming shortly thereafter from the Department of Motor Vehicle. If it ever happens again, your license is gone for life. Ooh, that's rough. And that's when I used to drink with my customers. Yeah, I that's never, tough. ever told the customer. Yeah. I got high. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was just... Dad, the crazy thing is, that's not even the story I was referencing. I was about to say, that wasn't even what I was thinking. I've never even heard that story before. (coughs) 
but that's pretty hilarious. But you had told me once that you uh, had a thing where you could, you would just go into a farm or a, yeah, a farm, office? Uh, no, a pharmacy. Oh, because he had. You'd this... call in a fake prescription to a pharmacy, and they go, oh, yeah. "Didn't you get caught twice in one day doing that?" Yes. You told me. Yeah. Can you tell that story? Like you came yeah. out and they and they got you. Yes. So what was this scam? How did you do it? I uh, called in the proper DEA number, which each doctor is assigned. Oh, okay. You know, hi, this is Doctor So and So. I'm calling in prescription, faked up, fake name. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was on my way to go Christmas shopping in White Plains. Mm. All right. I'm free. I'm going Christmas shopping. I had called this pharmacy who I'd never called in Mount Kisco. So I get there, I go in, and he goes, are you Michael Somers? I said, yeah. He goes, here you go. As soon as I walked out the door. What is that, a gun to your head? Cops. Yeah. Jesus. They got him. So then. Well, you, there's a good so chance then, you sounded pretty I'm sloppy Jones on the phone. And, <laughs> I'm Jones and so bad there was a Caldor in Yorktown. Yeah. I call Caldor. I <laughs> said, you want to wait, just wait a few minutes? I said, no problem. Next thing you know, a detective comes in and says, come with me. In the same day. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. How'd you even get off the first time? I feel like. I I'm, uh, I think they combined charges. Mm. And I caught uh, probation mm. out of that. Three-year probation, misdemeanor. Oh, whoa! You know, wow. That's pretty ballsy, to to call in a prescription, oh, fake yeah. prescription, get busted that day. Be like, I still this can work. I I need this. But, but it's it's <laughs> why because uh, it obviously had worked for you before, right? Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, he God. had done this before. You don't know how many scripts I called in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it, it finally didn't work, and he's like, "What are the chances it won't work twice in one day?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! And apparently, Caldor was called. Yeah. And notified that there's some guy on the run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think that's like w- kind of a prime example of why our criminal justice system really shouldn't be handling drugs and you know drug addicts. I I think that they can't even wrap their head around how desperate some people are and how addicted people are and mm. that people are jonesing and they'll do anything to get their fix. And even a guy who's really not like that is gonna fucking right. you know do some wild shit. But I mean, th- this was that was fucking child's play i feel like compared to when you started getting into street drugs and you said that in the last podcast you're like i don't know why i ever tried crack oh god you know but what you know what why why do you think you tried it (laughs) (laughs) he's running he he was there yeah and uh that was it Mm. it wasn't a nickel that I didn't pick up on off the street, or yeah, to just try to buy a short. What's that? What like like uh, a short and money? Usually they go for like twenty twenty dollars a piece, you know, small piece of yeah. rock. Yeah. So for fifteen dollars, I could get one, you know. And uh, before that was finished, you want more. Well, that's that's Sean, I am talking about gotta have it. Yeah, the worst kind of addiction. Oh, we say nicotine's a bitch. I would walk into Peekskill fucking two in the morning. 
Walk. Yeah. Yeah. Just hoping some of the dealers that are out in the street, mm. you know, see yeah. me. But the problem became, well, when I when I got sentenced to 21 months. Yeah. The, they have what they call confidential informants. CI. CI. Yeah. And uh, apparently they told police I was selling heroin. Fucking. I didn't sell a fucking thing. No, you were just addicted. It was consuming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was suspicious because you're not yeah. the typical peak skill drug yeah, addict. Yeah, they'd see me in a suit and tie, yeah, you yeah. know. What are you, at this point, you're... Uh, coach in Sean's Little League. No, no, no. This is he's. This is way after. I mean, I was in my twenties at this point. Oh, okay. So yeah, he was in his late. Yeah, 40s. Sean. Sean didn't grow up with his drug addicted father. No, it wasn't like uh, you know. In a in a way, you know, not I, even alcohol. I, I caught some some really good years where he was clean and working the program and um, the program works. Helping a lot of people. Helping people, sponsoring people. You know, Help that's me. what I remember. Oh, so then after that, How? you got into crack? Yeah, way after. This Whoa. is like yeah. okay. This is after I was out of high school. This is. Even after I was out of college, oh, I was the, living in New York City. When and the was, anger that it, it it brought up in Sean. And yeah, the I whole didn't know family. how to deal with it. Wasn't there something, though, that you were into that was precipitated the family moving to Florida to try to get you out of trouble kind of thing, though? Well, he had he had gotten I in trouble I had five here. years probation. Yeah. For, he he For stole our doctor's prescription pad and was writing fake prescriptions. Yeah. Which, you know, it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like you could get away with it, but... I thought I was going to jail that time. That, I mean, how you didn't is crazy, and it, I think it's a testament... You know what I did? I went around to the people all on my team. Yeah, the baseball parents team. Parents on yeah. the team said, can you write me a letter of recommendation? I got in a little trouble. Yeah, yeah. Say I'm a nice guy. You know, it, it worked. It worked. The whole community came well, together. because it was true. Because it, it's nice true. Guy. He was a pillar of the community, and... The, the the judge held up this fistful of letters. Yeah. He said, um, you know, Mrs. Dunn, I, I hope you, you straighten everything out. I'm going to give you five years probation. Mm. So. I remember. I think, it was I think we did. We did about. I did about a two and a half years probation. Here. And then requested a transfer to Florida. Yeah. And, and the first year and of the probation. Me. He had to wear an ankle bracelet, which I had never even heard of that. Mm. I, yeah. I didn't even know about that. And so you the, just had to go the, straight from work to here and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but they they never bothered me. He know? never I got go violated on that. Nowadays, probation is so bad that we know friends who were like, "Just give me jail time." Would they, like, they, they'll take the jail because they want to smoke weed. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like people want to be able to smoke weed. So it's like if I could get a year. In pr- prison, it's better than five years, you know, not being able to smoke weed. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's, uh, that's yeah. these days. I mean, yeah. Or having to show up at 8 a.m. and give my piss or whatever it is you have yeah, to do. He barely got out of this one. It was a, it, it went, When it first happened, it was on the front page of the newspaper. It was a very embarrassing thing. Oh, like, my God. Kids were making fun of me on the bus because Mr. of it. Mr. Dunn faces seven year, yeah. 35 years or seven yeah. years in prison. Yeah. And my mom was the president of the school board. Jesus. At the time, w- which is not like an appointed thing. She ran for and was elected by the people. Elected. And it's not necessarily a popular position. Cause no, that's no. the only reason he was on the front page is because she was fighting uh, the good fight on behalf of the people. 
Yeah. And, you know, the bureaucrats don't like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're, we're coming after it from all angles. And then, they, I mean, he gave them a juicy one. So right in the front page of the paper, it was just like it was mortifying. And we, we were just, I just remember being worried that he was going to be pulled off the scene. And, and it was weird because this wasn't a time of extreme drug use for him. Oh. Yeah, I feel like it got worse after that. Yeah. I don't remember you seeing you fucked up all the time, this and that. No. And then um, this, all of a sudden, it just felt like out of nowhere, all of a sudden we're like, oh, dad could be gone for a long time. And, you know, I was the oldest. I was 13 at the time. Scary. Yeah, it was, th- it was scary. Sisters. Yeah, it was, yeah. Re- it, was, it was really scary. Scary. Whole fucking family falling apart. Yeah, really. It what really an asshole could've. I was. It, yeah, I mean, it's, it, you, were, you were struggling. And uh, it took me so long to re- realize that or relate with that. Or, That's or, why being in sales was rough. Yeah. That, you know, all of a sudden you've got a month, you haven't made a sale. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't using drugs selling, but yeah. Um, pressure. Oh, I, I know. The pressure. About yeah. Yeah. Four kids. You know. Yeah. And the pressure to pay the mortgage. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. to... Just Put keep good the whole food thing on the table, and absolutely, you guys did such a great job too. You know, it's so hard to raise a family and raise a family that big. And yeah, because there's no time for yourself. No, no, you know, it's like bath time, lunch time, medicine time, yeah, bedtime. You don't have time to process. Time for the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, we won championships on his team. Yeah. That's probably my my best childhood memory. Is uh, that was awesome. You know, we he coached our team to a championship, and and you know, that's great. Not every not everyone gets to have that experience in a life of of winning the thing. And I, I w- it was my last year in little league, and uh, we won the whole thing. And not only that, we were the underdogs. Yeah, we weren't. Oh, Bernie Scavazzava. Uh, yeah. Was- yeah, he was the high school phys ed yeah. teacher. Yep, and he had a good team. Yeah, yeah, M- more more raw talent than yeah. we had. We were a ragtag yeah. team. Yeah, you guys rag-tag. are scrappy. Though. We had to be scrappy, and he's the best coach for a scrappy team because oh, he'll man. he'll just annoy the shit out of people with stolen bases and trick plays and this and that. <laughs> Number eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's eleven? That? Um, it's a it's a trick play. Yeah. Uh, man on first. Yeah. When nobody on second. Nobody yeah. on third. And and uh, the catcher. Catcher usually always lets the first baseman steal second because there's no guarantee he's yeah. gonna make make the. Tag. That's a long throw. Yeah. 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 So for little league especially. Yeah. So we came up with a play. Yeah. That the catcher catches the ball, and the guy goes to steal. And he throws it down third base. And the kid on third base is so far off, like he's ready to run home. Yeah. What? Yeah. Out. Yep. Nice. Oh. Which would have been a run. And instead, they don't have a, you know, someone in scoring position anymore. Yeah. So we did that in the championship game. Um, he, he mixed up our lineup a little bit. Yeah. We, we had a kid who could hit a home run Blake. every time. Blake, Blake Lalonde. Lalonde. Sick, like you've never seen. He was a little, little guy, guy. Dude, a little guy like me. Yeah, but just had the sweetest swing, and could connect on anything. And one of those guys, they would try to intentionally walk him. He would just and Wally him. always put him up first. Yeah, he, this is Wally's famous. Yeah, yeah. You put put this guy up first because he's also fast and he's going to reach base. But 
this is our power hitter. Yeah. So so he took control of the team and switched him, put him, put him up fourth, and uh, it worked out perfectly. Oh, he hit a home run. Loaded hit the scoreboard. Loaded the bases and he hit the scoreboard, and it was like yeah. just demoralized. It, the other it demoralized. Team. Yeah, they were done. It, yeah, <laughs> they, were, they were. They done. were done. Yeah, that was uh, that was very very special magical time. That was a great game. You know why? Especially because Wally hated me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The kid. The no, actual no. Coach. Wally. Wally was an old man who was oh. the age of my grandma. And he was somehow still coaching a little league team. M- must have been in his seventies. Mm. Somehow that was, that was his thing. It was his know? thing. He, yeah. he was in charge of that team, and yeah, um, yeah he wasn't wasn't able to coach because he's such an old guy and had things. Yeah, and he had to go away or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he wasn't available, and my and, dad was and the coach. He and he took that case to the board, and I I, I want Jack done coaching my team. Yeah, He's been with me all year. I, mm-hmm. I don't want him. I don't want him. Hmm. They said goodbye, Wally. Yeah, Jack's coach. And you really came through for them. Came through. Oh, and that, the whole thing. that was what was good for me. That uh, how's that, Wally? Yeah, yeah, that was great. It's a, definitely um, a, a fond childhood memory. And yeah, we. Uh, you know, as a family, we just we we always keep chugging along, and uh, we've gone through ups and downs, and and the craziness, and fucking, you ended up you ended up having to do time eventually. You yeah. know, I guess it was all coming to a head. That that, yeah, that was hard. Yeah, yeah, that that was hard for everyone. Really that was hard, Probably yeah. the lowest point for our family. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron was but in the yet. hospital. Katie was in the hospital, and you were in jail. Yeah, and and every Saturday morning, mommy would wait online for like two hours. Oh yeah, not because she had to, because they could do it. Yeah, because those COs could do it, and she would do it every week and go visit you and get up at four in the morning and go down there. And I'm sure wait that's not the, the direction she saw her life going, but uh, well, maybe when you meet someone who's 13 days. Uh, on speed, it might be the direction you see. Yeah, yeah. When you meet under those circumstances, <laughs> well, that kidding. was a long, long time before that. You know, but hit uh, your hit yourself to a wild stallion. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, she she had uh, she had put up with a lot, and she had decided like uh, that was what she did. she stood by her man. She always knew you were her man, you know, and she stood by you even through that. And that was that was yeah. really that was tough. And you and I didn't communicate I, at I, that time. I. I Still to this day, wonder why mommy stuck with me, man. Well, you, because she knows you, and yeah. you're a kind-hearted, you're yeah. a good soul. Yeah. And uh, you had a really a rough upbringing, and I, I just think it's as simple yeah. as like I, I don't know the ins and outs of your upbringing, but it sounds like you had very young parents. Yes. Who uh, just were uh, of the time. And they were more disciplinarian than you ever were well, with us. After no. watching that Sinead O'Connor doc about, you know, what the they Pope. do to Irish girls who oh. get pregnant at a young age. Oh, yeah. It's what like do they do? They send them to the laundry and just disappear them. Yeah, they, you know? yeah exactly. So your, your mom was, what, 18 when she had you or something? 19. 19. Yeah. So that was, like, very young. It was a m- shameful thing for her yeah. to, you know. To have a child out oh, of wedlock. Oh, they had to change dates and the wedding and oh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, it was embarrassing. I think it's a testament to true love, though, and I think Kathy knows about love and she knows she oh, loves you. Um, you know, 
he'll be right back. Yeah. You know? So it's just, she, like, has always talked. She's like, you know, how she can but see she you can and know you better. The shit out of me, man. You know. that's, that's what lovers do. Yeah. That's what lovers do, right? Yeah. They They give them their worst and their best, and yeah. you get everything from someone. Yeah. It's pure like that. Yeah. Hmm. I could you not last night. Uh, I come out and I wouldn't. I, I thought I was going to see Kathy in the bed. Matter of fact, in the middle of the night, I woke up and looked over to see the lump of the body. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's right. I'm here alone. What time is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you guys haven't been apart in a long time now. Oh. Kathy's on vacation with her yeah. sisters, which is very nice for yeah, her. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Corey was just going, when Kathy called me, Corey was going to Lefty's house, which is close by. To, to pick up Linda from Costa Rica. Yeah, it's a big reunion. Yeah. 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 We'll yeah. try to get you guys on vacation again. We watched Katie when you guys went to Aruba once. That was cool. Yeah. And we want to do more of that, you know? Yeah. Be able to be here and you guys no can problem. go. Your family, man. Got to go on date nights and stuff like that. Yeah. But your family, I want, you know that, right? Yeah, You I can know. feel that from me? Of course, Jack. Okay. Of course. All right. I made I made Cass admit again that she's part of this family. <laughs> of course, she said. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, Jack. Stop it. <laughs> I, I, I without naming names. I I mean I introduced her as my daughter-in-law. Uh, oh yeah, you to, you totally should. And I like, introduced uh, you as my father-in-law. Uh, so. Us us not yeah. getting married has nothing to do with. That's a fucking each other or not trusting this and that. This is so much bigger than marriage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How how spirituality is so much bigger than religion. Yeah. That's I, what this I called Kathy like. mom the other day. I was like, oh, whoops. I don't know. I was like, mom. Oh. <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, you <laughs> you got to call her mama. Yeah. <laughs> got to call her nana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. What were you guys talking about? That I'm part of the family. Yeah. And he wants to make sure I know that. You, you, well, you know what it's you know what it comes down to because we've <laughs> I had definitely well, want to make sure that we, she knows that. We've had a lot of you know I've I've had girlfriends and wives and this and that. Yes. But what it comes down to when someone really feels part of our family, and I would say Mare does too. It's it's non-judgment. No, yeah, we don't know. Well, that's what we like about life is like. It's yeah. for today. Like when we get too ahead of ourselves in any relationship, even in our relationship, it can you kind of get a weight on it. Yeah. Like you know, we have to promise ourselves to each other on a daily basis, and we like that because yeah. there's no like, yeah, we're very comfortable, but there's no like taking our relationship for granted when we do that. You know, right. and I think that's kind of our intention. Partly with not getting married is like we want every day to be like, let's recommit to each other. Let's show up the way you know, a new love or a committed love would want to, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it definitely feels uh, in line with us not taking life too seriously and not being too self-serious. And I think it helps us bring in a layer of humility that then ushers in humor into our yeah. life. I don't think you can have humor without humility. So we try not to get too caught up with taking ourselves too seriously or anything yeah. like that. And when we get in fights, it's usually that. Yeah. Somebody took themselves too seriously and their opinion too seriously for yeah. a minute. And we just try to grow and learn from that. But Cass has come into this family in a very just kind of uh, 
open. accepting and open and just, you know, here for all of it. Because it has seen oh, hundreds upon Caitlin, hundreds of seizures. Caitlin loves cats. Oh, yeah, of I course. I love Caitlin. Yeah, of course. I will say we're fighting a lot less since we've been here. Like, Sean and I, I don't so even know we. if we fought. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. less. The <laughs> 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 seated ladder, come in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got something to tell you. No, it's a, there. There's more accountability. There's more people here, so you know you want to be. I I don't want to come. We up. don't want you guys downstairs hearing us yelling and screaming. Yeah, over yeah. the fucking spoon in the sink or whatever. No, yeah. it's okay. I feel like we're all comfortable enough with each other. Yeah, to we let are. We to forgive you, all the the energy that needs to be released. I think part of the reason I think we're fighting less though is because being in some place that has access to nature and yeah. Being downstairs where there's more than just two rooms, like yeah, we have and like a level of spaciousness now in our relationship that we've yeah, never had. Yeah, it's cool. I get down. Yeah. I know Cass is working behind that closed door. Yeah, you're yeah. in there doing your thing. My research. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um. It, it's it's crazy that this living situation because we've only lived in one place together and it was a very small apartment in New York City. And we're on top of each oh, other. Oh, before this one? No, no, the, the, that was it. Oh, like, oh. Yeah, we that was the only place like 10 years. that Cass and I ever really knew together. And I didn't really, really realize how small and kind of oppressive it was till we left it. And we were fighting more down there just because we were on top of each other in a way where we All needed to be. Time. We this, needed to be in each other's no, business. There no wall except close the bedroom door if yeah. you want to be alone. Well, yeah. and then it's like if someone wants to do something separate it's like want to make a phone call it's like or work it's like oh you have to do it from bed which yeah. kind of yeah. like in a small yeah. bedroom yeah. Can yeah, like laying like... in your bed on the phone or trying to do an important yeah. thing it just we're just more up on each other and our relationship's been um, a lot better since it's that's had good. this more openness that's good yeah this is it's been good for us overall to um to be well we love having you here uh, and that's uh, mommy's words also. Yeah, yeah. It it'd means be, the world to yeah, us. Yeah, it'd be really tough to be here if you guys were like, hey, when are you guys going to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Which we could do. Like, we have money and we're even, fine. I don't even have that in my vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Well, when we first moved in here, it was like, whoa, uh, we, for as fast as we need to move, we can't find another place. We need to, we need to get we our need stuff. We need Yeah, yeah. and then we, we were down in and Georgia for a month. And that shit never even happened whatever i mean yeah. i think all i'm saying is we could have quickly found ourselves in another apartment even after we brought our stuff here but yeah. we were like let's even just now. slow down let's be a little yeah, bit more man. nomadic we were up at cass's mom's for a month we were yeah. down in georgia with mare for a month yeah. we were running around all summer making a movie and we're about to continue to do that yes we, it, we've been here six months we've probably really been here two and a half I and th- I think the it's been re- better yeah i think yeah. the reality though is and like we do want to obviously get our own place but when we think yeah, about but, where we want to be, we want to be. There's absolutely, hands down, no rush. We really appreciate that. That means Save a lot. Save that fucking cash. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. And it's great. And Good. it's such a privilege. It really is. I think about this. It's a privilege. Not everyone has parents they can turn to and be like, hey, can we just no. have a place to stash our shit while we My figure out My mother wouldn't let Trisha. Trisha was homeless. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Her daughter. Let her come yeah. and stay. Your sister, her daughter. Yeah, who's blind? Yeah, yeah. who's blind? Yeah, I mean. Well, it, no, wasn't there? She said she would if she started to accept. If Jesus if she Christ went to Al-Anon. Oh, Al-Anon. Right. Oh yes, yeah. that would be only the if you go to meetings every day. 
Yeah. And that's not meanings for being an addict. It's meanings for being. Well, that that's the thing. Um, your mom, who we call Mare, which different Mare. Oh, uh, yeah. It's crazy that I'm dating got a, two a Mare. A Mare and Mare and a Mare. I've never even heard of that name. But only, only person I've ever known that goes by Mare is your mother. Yeah. And now we have another Mare. But your mother, Mare, um, she doesn't have humor. And I, I feel bad for her. I, no, you know what I mean? Sean, she doesn't she have, does. she doesn't laugh. No. And, and it, and it's just like, it's a reflection and it's, um, it sucks. I always say to you like, Hey dad, your mom's still alive. It's kind of crazy. Your mom's still alive. It's the only one yeah, of any of our 70. grandparents that are alive. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hey, maybe we can, you know, make your relationship right or this or that. And you're, you know, I, you, I, you it's can't tough. do anything, man. I, I don't know if you could even, no, it's, it's I tough. Can't. It's like talking to a wall. I can't. You know, and I talk to Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen says, "Who's your oh. other sister?" That's who Mary lives with. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, tough. It's very tough. She's old and she's tight, and and uh, she's letting herself get older. She will not make an effort. Dad, this is what we say to you. I know. You could. You're right now. Like you're going into your seventies. I can't believe you made it this far. But it doesn't have to be a slow deterioration of your body throughout the seventy, like your seventies. Somehow you're in decent shape. Like, start doing a couple things for yourself. Quit well, smoking. Now Jack drinks a glass of water every morning. Yep, that's the only water he's seen in seventy years. Seventy years. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's. It, I mean, it's really true. Salt water. Yeah, plenty you're of that. A lot. You're plenty a salty of old dog. Yep, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a I'm a decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm. Uh, this is basically what's to say is once I discovered uh, psychedelics and started doing um, ancestral healing through these plants, I've just realized what you went through and what it must be like. Uh, I mean, you lost your dad. He was 49. You were young. You know, oh. you were so young. Oh. You would have been a different person had your dad not died. Oh, you would have been. Our family would have been super different. guy. The the best, you know? He was the best. Well, can you imagine the heartbreak and that Mare had to go that's through? That's the thing. And he, you were like the golden apple of the earth. Yeah. First grandkid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget. It was Christmas. I guess it was shortly before he died. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had the Santa Claus outfit on, and he went out special, and he bought you a special crib. Yeah, and the whole thing, and um, and he held you, and you know, you smiled at him, and then you cried a little bit, you know, <laughs> the Santa suit. Yeah, yeah, but that would have been two weeks before he died. Yeah, Damn. he died on January fourteenth. Yeah, he had a a massive heart attack and just dropped dead. He, right in he, front of Kathy and Sean. Yeah, right in front of me and my mom. I I'm too young to remember, but I I guess I do remember in a way. Yeah, there must be some energetic. Yeah. Memory there. Well, he's with us now. He entered us in that moment, and I guess we needed him because we were in for it, you know? But that's a crazy amount of grief because your, your sister Colleen was with him then too, right? And Well, she was upstairs. Yeah. But, you know, 49 years old to drop dead of a heart attack? So my whole life I'm always assuming he's about to drop dead of a heart attack any minute. Well, that's you know? when, I, when I got this pain under here. I was like, hmm. I better check it out. Yeah, no. It, it, so they finally, you know, set up an appointment. They want to do an ultrasound. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Ultrasound? I don't know. 
You know your body they better than them. They took blood from me. They said, there's no indication of a heart attack. Your blood's in good shape. You're you're okay. I think the worst thing that keeps happening to you is you keep getting your lungs scanned, and you're, they're like, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing they could be doing for you. They should at least just say, like, hey, you they can't should... smoke one more day. I mean, you're okay right now, but, you, you, you know. Yeah. I don't know what it would take to get you to stop smoking and... I don't know. I kind of throw my hands up because you're you're good with. Um, there's so many other addictions you could go head first towards, and they're much more destructive. But this is just the slow ticket out, and I I don't know. I, I, I want to see you quit smoking. That would be awesome. I know. You know, we'd all be very proud. But I don't know. You've been you've been through a lot. You you didn't have the uh. You, you didn't have the warmest households coming up. I know your dad was the man, and yeah. he was really good to you and supportive. But you lost oh, them at a critical time in your life and yeah. uh your, your mom kind of treated you the opposite she was tough as nails on you as an adult i remember when you were on probation for that thing we talked about when you got the five years yeah and i remember this she called his probation officer and said he's on drugs my mother this and, and you weren't even right that's no the that's we knew when he was on drugs yeah. me and my mom would know we could tell from a mile away and we'd confront him I don't know where Mayor got in her head that you were on something. Calls his probation officer. As as Aaron is getting off the bus, state trooper pulls up. What the fuck? So they let me go from the barracks, and they said, you have to go for a urine test. I said, no problem. Went. Urine was clean. That's almost like unforgivable. Well, but I would uh, be so uh, mad. But oh, how you, about writ- being written out of the will? Yep. Mm. Yeah, for I mean, for what? This guy's struggling. This is her only son, and he's struggling. And it's stuff, you know. It's easy to take personal. It's it's easy to fucking go down a dark <laughs> path with it. But yeah, imagine it, your it, mom was like that. How different your life would be. The ripple effect of not feeling held by the person. <laughs> who loves you? Who loves who you? Who brought, you? Yeah, who brought you into this place? Yeah, no, it's got to be very confusing and challenging. Well, it yeah. doesn't feel and and where I feel like I've had an advantage that you never had in life is I feel held by the universe because you and mom are so cool and chill and supportive and you know have never really gotten on my case about anything. No, really, you know. No. That's where like I think um, Ani turned me on to like chosen parents you know you kind of have to find your chosen mother and father in this life you know if if the father that your yeah. mother that bore you aren't aren't there that doesn't mean there aren't ways for you to feel that love in this there's life. lots of people that can assume those roles and can provide those things it's really nice when it comes from yeah you know the person who decided to bring you into this world but it was it was a different time it was, yeah, uh, it was, you know, uh, a lot of academic pressure on him. It was a lot of, uh, you know, judgmental, judgmental, like militaristic. Don't smoke weed, you know, being so harsh about weed that he's still scared. He still can't be casual about, you know, my mom nah, says it all okay. the time. Mom says it every day. Yeah. Make him smoke pot. I said, he's not going to smoke it till tonight. He, he has a way of doing it. It's after yeah. a certain hour you do I it. I go in. Yeah. <laughs> I come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, th- I think if, if you would have had pot, if you would have been an unabashed pothead, I think your life would have been completely different. My upbringing would have been completely different. You know what I mean? Because I think you wouldn't have gone towards harsher stuff. Cause, uh, that, that harsh stuff, like, I get it. I get the temptation. <coughs> You're in an extreme situation. Yeah. 
and you're trying to fucking medicate and trying to you know, yeah. escape and uh yeah, I I think pot allows you to just do your life still. And I let my meditation slip away as the family grew old. You know, meditation yeah. became less important. Whereas prior to that, you know, I was I was meditating even after the speed thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. You were able to still uh, have your practice. Come back. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. And then, uh, and then, and then there was then, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it, it disturbs me a little bit that, um, I feel guilty that my mother isn't spending six months here, six months there. My mother is, Sean. You have an epileptic daughter who's I 34 years old. That's why we're here. Like, that's the elephant. The, the reason Cass and I are up here is if, if it were you and mom are empty nesters and we're like, do you mind? You guys might have been like, no, go fucking get an apartment. Stop it. But you have a situation here. There's a, you know, Katie, yeah. Katie needs a team of people looking after her. And we never really had it. Yeah. We had you. Mom yeah. would go to work. Yeah. And then you would be alone here with Katie every day, All which day. is terrifying. And then have the meal ready when mommy walked in because she was exhausted for an hour and a half's drive each way. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. You want to you wanna head in? Are you... Uh, no. You good? You need anything? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, just take your headphones off before you walk yeah. in. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take those off. Yeah. Cool. By the way. By the way. Oh, <laughs> you're thanks. the best. On the books, we could say that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to switch it over to the Patreon? Sure. Probably a good time to do that. Yeah. Let's you, do it. you still got some energy for you for this? A little black tea. First time in a couple weeks, so yeah, yeah let's do it. I, I, I look. It's hard to get my dad to focus for this long and to get him to pop in to tell old stories and stuff. He has got a few other ones for sure. Oh, we could do a whole new spin-off podcast that is just him telling stories. I just have to remember them for him. And uh, sometimes that's I love that you were like, tell him about the time you got popped twice. And I was thinking of the time you were thinking of. And then he goes and tells another story about. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. There, there's so many things I don't know about because that's the, that's the thing about him. He seems like an open book. He's a secretive motherfucker. So um, we're going to keep going. And we're going to do the rest of this over on patreon.com slash churchofchill. Thank you so much if you're already a patron. It really means the world to us. You know, we're trying to get back on our feet. We're trying to get work again. We're trying to uh, make movies and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, the people that have supported us on there, it really fucking means the world to us. Yeah, thank you so much. So we're going to continue this conversation over there. There's tons of bonus podcasts on there, exclusive content you really can't see anywhere else. Best music show on the fucking planet. Too. And Boys Club, me and Joey. Fuck yeah. I think we've done seven or eight of those that are on there. Uh, the Patreon's worth it for Boys Club alone. <laughs> so join us over on the Patreon. We're going to continue this craziness. We can get high. We'll see you soon. Peace, love, and magic. Ay, ay, ay.